You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. Living the throne life. And this is something that I want to talk to you about next week every day. And I want to start that today, living the throne life. You know, the Bible talks about this uh, a lot, actually. And I personally have this in my prayer over the last couple of years that I keep on praying, Father, I thank you that you grant me to live the throne life that I live in your dominion. I live in your authority and power over sin. I live in your authority and power over every evil, unclean spirit. The word evil spirit and unclean spirits are the two terms used in the New Testament for for demonic forces. And the word evil is the word angry, wrathful, mean, evil, cruel. And unclean is unclean, you know, lustful, unholy. And that's a description of demonic forces. And these are, of course, in the world. The Bible talks about demonic forces as the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the sons of disobedience in Ephesians chapter 2. And But it shows in the scripture that Jesus is above all the forces, not just the angelical world, but the demonic world, that they're all under his feet and that he is above them all. And that that dominion, that throne life is where he wants us to live with him. And here in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4 through 6, he says, But God, I love that statement, who is rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us up together and made us to sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He raised us up with Jesus and made us sit with Him or in Him or through Him in heavenly places, in the heavenly atmosphere, the atmosphere where there is total dominion of the Father, total glory of the knowledge of God, where there is absolutely no darkness. There is absolutely no consciousness of, of an absence of God. There is only the consciousness of God. Anything that would shade that conscience would immediately be exposed and, and don't belong there. No, we're all sons of the light. We're all born into that heavenly place. We're citizens of heaven, members of God's household, he says in Ephesians 2.18. I mean, it's right here, right here. And now, therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. Right? That's verse 19 of Ephesians 2. You are members of the household of God. A member means Joshua is a member of my house, and Zachary and Mariah and Sarah and Sean, and these are members of my house, and Addison, Eve, and Gigi, and Oxley, and Eli, and Jamie, Mariah. That's members of my house. You understand that? Uh, and that's it's a very shallow comparative example really to the grandeur of what it means to be a member of the household of God, but it does make the point. You're a member, a member, you belong. You, you, that's where you fit. 
his household. The heavenly realm. We are now heavenly beings. We are now spiritually made alive. We are now living from above. The life that we now live in this flesh is not our own. It comes from the Father through the Son. It is the life of the Son. He is our life, Colossians 3 verse 4 says. Christ who is our life. And, and we now live from above. We now live from the life He gives within. And this is what makes us heavenly beings. Oh, what a wonderful thing that we now can live the throne life. We live the authority and dominion by which He lives. Go with me back to Ephesians. Um, let's start at verse 4. No, chapter 1, verse 15. Let me, let me just go ahead and chapter 1, verse 15, okay? And oh my, this is so phenomenal when you read this and read it and read it. And then the Holy Spirit begins to unpack it for you because it's quite condensed revelation. In other words, there's so much in it. Therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. Okay? When I heard that you now believe in Jesus and that you have love for His church, His people, I just can't stop praying for you. Right? I'm, I'm just giving a simplified explanation here. <clears throat> I, I just can't stop thanking God for you when I'm praying. Asking the Heavenly Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, that He may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. The spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. You see, in Christianity, one of the great attributes of living the throne life is that you begin to have a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God. It's not just theology. I, I, I've heard people and they talk theology and, and I personally love theology. I love it. But no, theology is, is kind of like the shell. It's the life that is within that is the heavenly life. And knowledge within itself has the risk of causing us to be, become puffed up. But it's the Spirit that gives life. It's the Spirit that gives life. Jesus said the words that I speak to you, they are Spirit and life. And it's that Spirit of wisdom and revelation that is part of the throne life coming into your nature and your character. In other words, you can be in, in situations where naturally speaking, nothing is, it makes clear, but by the Spirit you know. By the Spirit you know. And what you know by the Spirit makes people realize that God is speaking in you and through you and not because this could not be known any other way. And I'm not meaning to just give that one side of it as in the prophetic realm, no. The Bible makes it clear in which realm the Heavenly Father wants us to live it daily. 
in the knowledge of Him, the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. So in other words, that you constantly have this wisdom to perceive, to recognize, to know, and the revelation to know Him, to know Christ. Or as Paul would say in Philippians 3, the surpassing worth, supreme advantage, overwhelming preciousness of knowing Christ Jesus. That you live in this consciousness of Christ. There's, there's a lot of precious saints that Jesus is not as exciting to them as He used to be because they're not in that throne life. But the spirit of wisdom and revelation constantly bears witness of Jesus, constantly unveils Jesus, constantly keeps us in the joy of our salvation, which is Christ Himself. He said, so that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened. Eyes of your understanding. Did you know you have a perception within yourself to understand things as in you can, you can see it? You know, that's a little bit how there's a certain gift inside of me that when I pray for people, the moment I connect with them, pop, I see, I perceive, I, I know the moment. I connect with them and I see only what he shows me. It's like what it says in John 5, 19, <clears throat> Jesus said, I could do nothing except when my father shows me. And, and you are able to see what he shows you. I don't believe you're supposed to look at everything. Some people, they have a gift and they look at everything. You're not supposed to look at everything. That's none of your business. You're only supposed to see what the father shows you. The rest is none of your business. I think that's very important. I don't just look at people and try to spiritually know things about them. Never, never, never. That to be would be sin, a misuse of graces and gifts in me. No, absolutely not. I only want to see what the Father shows me. And, and that's so important. He said that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened, yes, that you may know what is the hope of His calling. You see, the throne life is that spirit of wisdom or revelation, the eyes of your understanding enlightened that you may know the hope of your calling. You live in the knowing of what your heavenly destination is. And it is so glorious, constantly making you happy to know where you've come from. You've been born from above and you're going there. What are the riches of His glorious inheritance in the saints? Or what are the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints, right? And then He gives two other things. And that's what I want to focus on in closing today. What is the exceeding greatness of His power towards us who believe? According to the working of His mighty power, which He worked in Christ when He raised Him from the dead, seated Him at His right hand in the heavenly places. What is the greatness of the power of that throne life? which is far above all principality, power, might, and dominion, and every name that's named, not only in this age, but also that which is to come, and put all things under His feet, and gave Him to be the head over all things to the church, which is His body, the fullness of Him who fills all in all. Okay, let me just, verse 22 and 23 from the Amplified, has put all things under His feet, and appointed Him the universal supreme head of the church, a headship, exercised throughout the church. Do you see the throne life here? Which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. 
For in that body lives the full measure of him who makes everything complete and who fills everything everywhere with all of himself. Wow. The throne life. I'm going to talk to you about it next week. And I so believe that the Holy Spirit is bringing us back to that wonderful spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him, that the eyes of our understanding may be enlightened to know what is the hope of His calling, what are the riches of His glory in, in, his, in his people, His inheritance, and what is that exceedingly great power that He worked in Christ when He raised Him from the dead and seated Him at His right hand, that power of His exaltation, His throne life that He now wants to display in His church, that we all live His throne life. Begin to think about this. I know that there's been times when I had to so learn this in certain areas of demonic activity and the Heavenly Father would not let me off the hook where in the beginning when my understanding was not fully enlightened, I didn't understand while I had that struggle with these demonic harassments and these demonic consciousnesses of, act, of their activity. But the Heavenly Father enlightened my eyes as I kept it on Him and in His Word to show me the throne life that He wanted me to rule with Him over those demonic forces and not allow them to harass me. I wanted to be, he wanted me to be seated with him in the heavenly places to have those forces under my authority. And in authority means I live in the consciousness of my father instead of in the consciousness of them. I live in the doing the will of my father instead of being pushed or pulled to do their thoughts. I live in the, in the love of my father instead of the unkind feelings of those demonic spirits. You see, God wants us to not be busy with demonic forces he wants us to be busy with His kingdom and power and glory day and night. And those demonic forces have no power over us. There's nothing in us that belongs to them. They have no claim on us. There's nothing in us that belongs to them. They have no claim over us. They have no power over us. We do, despite their activity and despite their presence, whatever the Heavenly Father shows us and whatever the Heavenly Father wants to do. And we talk about the things of our Father and that is what it means to reign over demonic forces that they have absolutely no access, no place, no power, and there's nothing they can do to stop the will of our Father. Wow. Amen. Have a good day.